Why, Flora and Fauna and Merryweather. They never want me to meet anyone. But you know something? I fooled them. I have met someone at Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen, and I'm invisible today. And I'm David. I'm the one that they don't want to meet, but they got to meet anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> yes. On today's episode, it's backstory time. Zen, David, and I are finally introducing ourselves and reminiscing about how we became Disney fans. Then we're checking out Loungefly's ever-growing collection of Disney, Pixar, and Marvel bags. After that, we've got trivia from the early days of Disneyland. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. The three of us wouldn't be sitting here making these weekly podcasts if it wasn't for the events that first introduced us to the world of Disney and those that brought us to UC Irvine's Division of Continuing Education. So today we thought we'd tell you a little more about ourselves and how we ended up on Main Street UCI. So who wants to share story time first? <laughs> and all of us are like, well, everyone's we looking at, at each other. Okay. I had to start. Okay, I don't know. Oh, fine, I'll start. Um, I am the senior elder of the group, <laughs> <laughs> by which he means the producer. Uh, well, yes. no, well, no, age, physical age. Not oh, of course, not necessarily the uh, mental age. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a child of the seventies. Um, I am not a Californian natively. I was born and raised in Ohio. <clears throat> And this this actually bears play of why I am a um, Disney fan. As a kid, um, I my parents took me to Disneyland. I believe it was 1976, and I was about six years old. Hmm. And if you lived in Ohio at the time, you everyone heard of Disneyland. You saw it on television. You mm-hmm. saw Disneyland. You saw the Mickey Mouse Club on on television. But the, not too many people actually made it to Disneyland or, and actually for that matter, Disney World, which is the typical place that Ohioans go to because it's a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. So as a seven-year-old, I went to Disneyland in California and it kind of, that's what made the change. It, it you know, and so when I say that is you got to understand, you know, Ohio, um, kind of a agricultural community and it was the equivalent of going to the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, your chances. Not too many people really went to Disneyland. And so it was like, wow, this is just an amazing place. My daughter, my my sister cried when we had to leave Disneyland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when we, um, later on, after I um, graduated, um, yeah, I, I got a master's. Um, in business, which is really weird for what I actually do for a living. My, 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 my mom and dad are very proud. But <clears throat> so we, um, I ended up coming out here to California 
vaguely and when i moved out to california is one of these things is like i got a master's degree and i was trying to figure out where i was going to go live for the rest of my life and it just happened that i had some family members who moved out here i came out here one time and it was like oh it's kind of deserty not too interested came back again looked at it it's like oh this is kind of cool so i decided to move out here and when i moved out here um i actually had all my stuff shipped i got on the plane and my parents had moved to orange county and I was living in their living room for two weeks while the rest of my furniture, clothes, car, everything <laughs> had been shipped across the nation. And I was kind of like talking to my dad. And one day I was like, how far is Disneyland from here? And my dad's like, uh, I was wondering when you're going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> like, and oh, man. I think like, that's the least enthusiastic reaction to Disneyland I've ever heard. I like know. that's kind of sad. <laughs> My dad was kind of a, kind of a strict kind of. Anyway, so he's I'm like, yeah, it's like that's ten miles away. It's like what? <laughs> you know, I thought it was. You know, I didn't what? know. This, I didn't know how far Disneyland yeah. was or how big California was. I had no idea. It's like mm-hmm. you're kidding me. It's like ten to fifteen minutes away. It's like yeah, it's just up the road. And it's like. Son, uh, shut up! No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. And so, what? What I? What I've always associated with vacation because it's something that you went to. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like, holy smokes! This is in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. I can go. And and I started. I got an annual pass back in like two thousand or ninety nine, somewhere in that time period. And at the time, an annual pass was like not two thousand dollars yeah like two hundred bucks or something crazy like Mm -hmm. that and so my my wife and i would just um she wasn't my wife at the time when i moved out here we we went we would just go Mm -hmm. around two we would just go and it's just like yeah let's go walk around here and it's just something like it was so weird to something that was like a moonshot to be able to go hang out there just because i got nothing to do yeah so that's kind of a short and long version of why i love disneyland so much it's because it's something it was the forbidden fruit and the <laughs> forbidden fruit tree just happened to be in my backyard there you go wow nice beat that be careful be careful about <laughs> eating the apple of knowledge there you go Ooh. Yeah. all right well i guess i'll go next because i'm next in age um we're going down we're going down <laughs> um Okay, yeah, so this is going to explain a lot, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So my first introduction to Disney was going to Disneyland when I was about nine months old. And one of my first words, in fact, not my very first words, but one of them, like maybe top ten or something, was Dizzy Han. (laughs) (laughs) Because my parents were big fans of both Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm. We went all the time, and from a young age, my mom had us trained. Like, we would go there as early as we possibly could, and we would not leave until they kicked us out. Like, basically, once the park closed, we would be in Main Street, and we would be doing last-minute shopping or something, and then we wouldn't leave until it was like, all right, you really, really need to leave. What does your mom do? My mom works at UCI as well. Oh, we had to get her on this podcast. I know. We should. We should just have her come Because she's still the time. same way. She is still the same way. Like, anytime there's a day off or, you know, oh. for any reason whatsoever, We're she'll be like. Jen's mom. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. She's like, you want to go to Disneyland? There's a day off. Do Although, go? Do be careful go? Go? about setting a precedent here because my mom listens to this and then she's going to want a seat should, at the we table. We should do like a, a, mom's, a mom's thing. That'd be fun. Oh well, God. if my mom I didn't like live 10 hours north, I would probably invite oh, that's her. That's true. Maybe 
could do like a. We'll see. We could figure something out. Mom, if you're listening to this, we'll 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 talk soon. Okay. <laughs> when, you, when you come visit David, yeah. we'll have, have you in. Yes. So right. that's kind of where the Disneyland portion came from, and really, I think like you know any. Anything that I'm kind of interested in, I can kind of trace back to Disneyland. Like, I really like learning about the early 1900s, probably because of Main Street USA. Um, yeah, just anything and everything I can kind of trace back to having its roots at Disneyland. Um, my first experience with the Disney movies was probably Cinderella when they did a re-release in the theaters. But I don't remember that because I was super young. So I think the first one I kind of vaguely remember going to see was Little Mermaid. And then that one had quite a profound effect on me for the rest of my life. Really? Yes. You don't say. You don't say. I wouldn't have noticed. Yes. So, and I think, um, I was asking my mom all these questions, too, to prepare for this podcast. But apparently I also used to watch Winnie the Pooh and Robin Hood and Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, like, so much that I think I broke the Cinderella VHS because I watched it so many times. (laughs) That's quite impressive. So, yeah, that probably tells you a lot. But otherwise, um, yeah, I've been at UCI for almost five years now. Before that, I was in the video game industry. I've always kind of worked in sort of creative services, so doing um, design work. I used to do a little bit of video. I did a little bit of voiceover stuff before. You did voiceover? Um, I did. I did voiceovers for um, a utility company, and it was for their safety videos. So I got to learn all about, you know, lockout, tagout, and stuff like that. So... Yeah, it was interesting. I learned a lot, but I always wanted to be the voice of an elevator. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, going, it's like up. going going up. down. <laughs> actually, <Third> floor. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, kind of going sideways. Yeah. There was actually an interview of of uh, the the son of the woman who was Siri, and apparently oh. she did a bunch of bank things and all sorts of things. And, and he said it was the weirdest experience. He would just pick up a phone and call the bank, and it's like. Mom? Yeah, it's like, oh my God. It's like her Wait, voice no, was everything. Like, the automated you know, response wow. is like, please press six if you'd like a customer service representative to speak to you. And it was his mom. So He's like, don't yeah. tell me what to do, Mom. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Or Mom, you weren't very funny. helpful today. Interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we just, a la Disneyland, we had the elevator boy, voice be Rod Sterling? <laughs> oh, yeah, going down. The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Cool. That would be. Maybe that, that'd be interesting. That would go a little bit over the heads of most of the people that I know at the yeah. university. But everybody <laughs> else would be like, "This is the best thing ever." ever. If they were like visiting, yeah. they'd be like, "Why is this happening?" <laughs> <laughs> be like, "I'm never coming back again." Well, I don't know a lot. Yeah. <sighs> All right, David. All right, my turn. David. 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 Why am I, I cheering for myself? <laughs> I don't know. Let me hear. I want to hear it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm the youngling here. Uh, How young? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just start at the beginning. I was born in 1998, so <laughs> I'm already way down the age scale. I'm actually a student at UCI right now. I'm majoring in dramatic arts and history. So. When you were born, I was already driving 12 years. 
<laughs> fine dad something like that i'm sorry go ahead fine dad whatever well, um nice. you can't tell I me what say. to do Anyways. uh so i'm majoring in dramatic arts and history right now uh so i imagine that that has something to play into pretty appropriate my, yeah exactly <laughs> pretty appropriate right mm-hmm. um you know hope, hoping to become an actor after graduation so do the singing do the dancing do the pretending play pretend mm-hmm that all sounds good to me. Um, when I was a kid, we were really a... I don't know if it's fair to characterize us as a hardcore Disney family. Like, we were we were very much fans of Disney, but we weren't going all out with, like, the Little Mermaid hand soap or the, the <laughs> Aladdin genie shower curtains or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm just making this up as I go along here um but i went to disneyland i think for the first time when god i i want to say i was like four or five years mm-hmm. old and ever since then we've sort of had this tradition in our family that was started by my brother uh when we were kids which was that whenever we go down to disneyland it's about an eight hour drive from my hometown of oh, santa man. rosa all the way to Disneyland. Right. But we would go pretty frequently. I don't know if we went every year, but we would at least go every other year. Mm -hmm. And we started this tradition. My brother was like, oh, when we go to Disneyland... We have this awesome Honda Pilot that plays movies in the back of the car. Oh, I'm so jealous. And we can only watch Disney movies. Oh, I love that. That's our thing. In fact, I think when we first started going, we didn't even have the Honda Pilot. I think we were using my dad's Honda Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And my, my parents, just to keep my brother and I quiet for the duration of the ride, would like, they had like this mini portable television. Oh my gosh. That they would put. In like between the console of mm-hmm. the car, and they would just plug it in, and they'd just be popping VH, v- God, VHS <laughs> tapes the whole time. Yeah. So oh, that man. was my experience with Disney. I also think it's funny that you were uh, mentioning the what did you say the Cinderella VHS yes, tape yes. that you wore out. Rest that's in peace. Really <laughs> pieces. It's really interesting that you mentioned that because I'm really surprised today that I still like the Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Do you know why? Why? <laughs> why is that? When I was I young, <laughs> we used to do movie nights in my household, and my brother loved Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> he loved it. So my brother and I would switch off. One night he'd get to choose a movie. The next night I'd get to choose a movie. Mm-hmm. So we watched Nightmare Before Christmas every other night Ugh. for about a year. <laughs> oh my god! So I still well, that could know be the torture thing that we came up with. Every <laughs> single line to that movie, every single line, yeah. every single song is just incredible. So I can't watch that. That kind of happened to me with Little Mermaid. Like, I haven't actually seen Little Mermaid in probably, like, no joke, maybe, like, 10 years or something. Because I still have the movie memorized a little too much. Yeah. Like, I could watch the movie in my head if I wanted to kind of thing. It's like, you know, it's... (laughs) Every once in a while, I'll just go 
in my head, I'll go, nice work, bone daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Just God. like that last year. Yeah. And the year before that. And the year before that. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, it's stop. not, a, it's stop not, pause. not, not, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> not time yet. Uh, so yeah, no, I was, I was definitely a big enough fan of, of Disney when I was a kid. And then when you grow up, in not necessarily elementary school, but when you grow up in middle school and high school as the musical theater kid, Mm -hmm. there's no way that you don't have one date where you're hanging out with your girlfriend and she's like, oh, we have to go see Frozen. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we have to. It's so good. I mean, nothing against Frozen. It's Mm -hmm. just, that's just what you do. So, now I'm here at UCI. This is my third year going on number four next year. I know. I'm getting close to being a big boy out in the real world. Yay. Um, Not good for us, though. (laughs) Yeah, you have to stay here. Yeah. Okay. You must stay here forever. Oh, so I'm not fired? Forever. Oh, this is great. (laughs) I have a job. Don't don't, don't let it go to your head, kid. (laughs) (laughs) I've already brought it. I've already let it go to my head because I put it on my resume. (laughs) 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 www.davidabradbury.com. Wow. That is a true shameless plug. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're no stranger to shameless plugs on this podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a question for both of you. Okay. okay. Okay, this is kind of re- goes back to um, Disney. So <laughs> now uh, you both have gone, just like myself. I mean, I the last, I stopped counting around 100 visits. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, I stopped counting around 100 visits. And actually, there was, when you have your annual pass, I, mean, I don't know if it still does this, but it actually will tell you how many times mm-hmm. you showed up. I want to find yeah. that. I, I, I checked that last year. Yeah, at one point, I don't know if, so it's still there. Is I just can't yes, remember. the feature is okay. still there. If you're ah. if you're a current annual pass holder, the feature is still there. Yeah, hmm. and even okay, if you so missed like... a few years, and however, I know that a couple. I don't know, maybe at a certain time, like mm-hmm. earlier ones didn't count or whatever. <clears throat> is it still as magical for you guys as it was before the first time you walked in? I think the magic has changed. I think it's still magical, but it's a different type of magical. Like I think when you're when you Go the first time and everything, especially if you go as a kid and everything looks huge and and you're like, wow, this is impossibly tall and, you know, and and all the characters seem much more real. I think for me, even some of the ride audio animatronics were a little bit too real. Like, um, okay, embarrassing story time. So when I was little... When I went on the Haunted Mansion, sometimes I would cry during the, um, what's it called, the attic scene, because I felt so bad for the bride. Because uh-huh. in my head, I was like, oh my God, she died on her wedding day. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is so sad. So I'm kind of happy that they changed it to where she's an axe-wielding murderer, because at least it's like, okay, you're okay. Everyone's okay, except for your husbands. But yeah. Well, and... Her. I, no, I'm her. She's okay. definitely not in a good psychological state. I think she might have to go through some CBT or Probably. something like that. Um, <laughs> or Monstro. Monstro used to scare the bejesus out of me on the Pinocchio ride. Mm. Because he comes up, he's got like the giant teeth. So I think when I was a little kid, I was like, okay, we're all going to die so, so right the, now. So you say it's changed. So you, now it's it's is, more of like, 
I think probably also because I've gone so many times, it feels like home. So it's very homey. Like, you know, I, I've moved several times. There's been ups and downs, but Disneyland kind of remains the same. Yeah. Okay. Even though stuff has changed, it's still like the overall feeling is very consistent. So it just feels homey. How about you, David? Um, you know, I mean, of course it's changed because the first time that I went, I was like three or four years old. Mm-hmm. So when I when I was there and I was just a little kid looking up at all the big castles and all the magic, I, I don't remember this, but I would, I've been told that I sort of just stopped on Main Street and just <laughs> looked up and said, oh, this cute. is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we have a picture of it somewhere, but anyways, tears true. So yeah, of course, look for it. Look for it. I'm, oh, she's gonna comment <laughs> with it. So now that we've said it, she's um, like, here you go. Here's ten. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, of course, the magic has has changed. Um, for for me, it's sort of along the lines of nowadays. I still find magic in going, but whereas when I was younger, I would just find magic in simply being at Disneyland. I think it's more quote unquote magical to be there with other people. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm still young enough that I don't have kids yet, but my parents have told me that they used to go to Disneyland a certain amount when they were younger, whether they were kids or whether they were my age. And the magic sort of started wearing off, but as soon as they started going with me and my brother, it was a whole new, different type of of magic, which was watching the magic work Uh on us. So I haven't had that experience yet, but I still think that there's something to be said for for going to Disneyland with friends and just spending the day Mm -hmm. and doing all the roller coasters and just making a day out of it. Yeah. I mean, and it's still, it's still quite special because there's, you can do a lot in a day at Disneyland, but you still can't do everything. Like you can be there for an entire day, I think. And if it's, even if it's, especially if it's busy, you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Yeah, not really anymore. There, there actually there was um, a, a couple. Actually, there was there's a thing where you try to ride as many as you. I can said you can't do everything. No, there. Th- that's what I mean. Is like there were actually within the last five or six years, people actually tried to figure out how to ride everything in uh, the park mm-hmm. in one day. Yeah, and actually, one person a couple years ago extended it. What he ended up doing is he went to Walt Disney World and did all the rides there, got on the plane, wow. and then flew over here as quickly as possible, and then tried to ride all the ones here at Disneyland. Damn, Damn. how much yeah. money do you have to? I know, have to right? that <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, like, and I don't know how he did it, but they, they actually it was like. Like a, actually an article in OC Register hmm. trying to huh. – um, and, and kind of detailing how he did it and how he planned this out to get through all the yeah. rides. Anyways. Yeah. Now, that being said, and I, I would like you to answer that question too, Zen, but I think that um, – we're, since we're since we're talking about it, sort of sort of changing. I know I have sort of an idealized version of Disneyland, which is in my head. 
and in my in my childhood, in my history. Right. And I know that I still like Disneyland, but it's inarguable that since I was even since I was a kid in the last 15 years since I've been going to Disneyland, a lot has changed. Even something as as simple as, well, they've started selling alcohol in the parks, which yeah. is a very controversial decision. Do you guys have a similar feeling of like the 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 I mean, it, we're all we're all still passionate about it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But do we have a similar feeling of like, huh? It was just kind of more magical when I was a kid. Yeah, you know what? It, it it okay. So th- I can't find the quote anymore. But there was an old quote by Mark Twain, mm. and when he Mark Twain, I don't know if you're familiar with. Um, all of his writings, but mm-hmm. essentially Mark Twain was in love with the Mississippi yeah. and yeah. the magic of the Mississippi. And he came um, like a riverboat man. Mm-hmm. And actually his name is not Mark Twain. I forget it was real. Samuel, Samuel Clemens. Clemens. Mm-hmm. He picked up the name kind of going sideways. Mark Twain is because when they were talking, when you would get to a certain depth, of, mm-hmm. uh, they would, from the boats, they would yell, Mark Twain, Mark Twain. That's why you hear yeah. it on the riverboat. Yeah. It's not referring to Mark river Twain, the writer. Yeah. yeah, river <laughs> deep. And it's talking about like, I don't know, 20 meters or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So he picked up the name. Anyways, he talks about that when he was young, he was so in love with the magic of the Mississippi. But he, as he became a riverboatman and he knew every single turn mm-hmm. and he knew where every sandbar was and at what time of day it would be there. And as it changed, he would know how the sands would shift. And, and he said it lost a lot of the magic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he never lost the love. No. Yeah. That's so, a good exactly way of putting it. it. So, mm-hmm. and and I kind of think it's the same thing. Um, like I'm, I've been married for quite a few years, and the thing is, like when you first meet someone, it's just like this. Every single moment when you first meet them, it's magic. You don't know what's going to happen the mm-hmm. next time you go. Like the next time you go around the corner, what how they're going to react, or it, you, you're experiencing something new. Um, and and it's that, it's that unknown. That heightens the experience, right? It's part of the magic. Yeah. It's that nervous yeah. feeling that you have. But as you grow to know the person that you're in love with, um, it, it becomes deeper and stronger. But that surprise that you once had, you know, it's like you're, you, they, they become much more predictable of a person. Right. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a lot of that original magical love morphs into a different type of love yeah and that's the same thing i would feel i that's what i'm trying to express with my love of disney is when i used to go it was just like wow look at this i have never seen something like this before when i first moved to california I, every time i would go to disneyland i was on vacation mm-hmm. yeah but now it's kind of like visiting an old friend mm-hmm. yeah um, there is no surprises anymore but it's visiting an old friend that i um it's like oh there you are, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Oh, that's a Peter Pan line from not a Disney film, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> from Hook. It's close. Yeah, but and and so that's that's why I was asking what you guys felt like. Yeah. Now that we've we've visited so many mm-hmm. so many years and so many times, um, what what's your feeling? And in like a love. Um, or the river, um, it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first met my wife, we were students, and later on, we had different jobs, and later on, you know, and now we're parents. And mm-hmm. it's even though there are we have changed as people, the love still remains. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of my weird way of trying to eloquently say that it's like it, it's a morphing. I just wonder yeah. if your experience is somewhere. So. Yeah, I would 
not say so. The surprise isn't there, but it, there's still the love. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's kind of why I like going to the other Disney's. Yeah, Yeah. you can kind of see. Yeah, and and for me, it's a little bit too like I wonder what's going to happen next because there. How do I put it? So there have been changes that they've made before when I was younger. Like when I was younger, they they redid all of Tomorrowland and it had kind of that weird gold futuristic sort of look to it or. You guys are... Oh, yeah, 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 yes. We were talking about this on, yeah. on Star Tours. Yeah. yeah. Fix yeah. calls it the French Fry Rocks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So... <laughs> French Fry Rocks. <laughs> it's pretty good name oh for them. Oh, my God. It is. So, I don't know, like, the, there are things like that where it's like, okay, you're changing up what I know, but okay, we'll try it. We'll go with it. And then there's other changes where, like, when they took down the bandstand, like, I never even used that bandstand or went over and watched the swing dancers or anything like that but at the same time i was kind of like oh why are you removing that that's you know there's there's old footage of disneyland where people are dancing there having yeah you know but at the same time once i actually saw what they changed it into it was like oh okay it's not so bad really in fact this is actually kind of cool so Mm. it, it kind of makes me feel like okay disneyland i trust you for the most part. So yeah. we'll see what you're going to come up with next. That's why That's I, I wish Disney or someone would make a VR experience of yeah. like if you could, you know, like one point in the 1940s that you could have a VR experience yeah. of walking around Disneyland wow. in the 40s. That'd be so cool. Okay, you can't, you can't do the 40s. The there oh, is a video game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, There's Disneyland opened in 55. So you'll yeah. be walking okay. through Orange Groves okay. if you... Yeah. But, do that. But, but I mean, like, the yeah, yeah, there is the, the video I forget game. what it's called. It's like Disneyland Adventures, I think it's called. Something like that. On but Xbox, right? It's, yeah, on Xbox. Right. And it's exactly like Disneyland from, I think, like, mid, early to mid-2000s. So if you ever missed that time period, play that yeah. game. It's very cheesy. But there's also crowds. So it's yeah. it's a little bit realistic. But, but that's what I mean. It's like being able to go experience what it used to be like yeah. you know like yeah. i tell you what i never w- went on them but um and they now taken away luigi's i forget what it was it's essentially they when they were hovercraft oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. luigi's uh rolling tire tires thing. or whatever yeah. yeah well that was actually a nod to in disneyland they had something called like the flying saucers mm-hmm. yes and, they had that yeah uh, uh on top of space mountain basically mm-hmm. really yeah okay, so the, do you, have you oh, ever been weird. in line for space mountain and you there's just like that huge empty area yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. where the, the flying saucers used no to be no kidding yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But that's what I mean. It's just like, wouldn't it be fun just to experience what it might be like to mm-hmm. go into Flying Saucer? Oh, yeah. So, anyways. Or for me, like in the People Mover or the Rocket Rods. I mean, yeah. it was all before my time. Yeah. yeah. You still can go with People Mover and um, Floor Dive. I'm yeah, also a broke student. Yeah. So... One of these days, I know you will not. You'll become a successful actor. No, That's I'll be right. a broke actor. That's the thing. <laughs> successfully I'm broke be, actor. I'm trying to be positive. Here. I know it's your job to be positive. It's my job to be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we all went at a pretty early age. Were there any rides that you remember the first time you went that you were like, "Oh man, I really would love to go on this, but I'm too short." 
Oh, all of them. No, <laughs> actually, believe it or not, I used to be terrified of roller coasters. Really? Terrified. Oh. Space Mountain was the first one that I ever went on. My mm-hmm. brother was ahead of my time in that this in that sense. He mm-hmm. was he was definitely a thrill ride man, but I was the one who was like, "No, mom, we're going to go on it's a small world over and over <laughs> and over again." That was my favorite ride when oh. I was a kid. It's my and favorite ride as an adult. Yeah, because you get the to take a nap. Ride. In the air yeah, I get to take a nap in the air conditioning with my daughter. Yeah, it's well, a there small you go. Nap for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, your comment about um, bringing children. Um, I have a now nine-year-old mm-hmm. flying around the house, and when she goes there, especially when she was younger, I used to just—I wouldn't care what we were on, or what we're, I would just watch her face. Yeah, yeah. and I was just I, so I would just watch her face and try to see what she was thinking or what she was looking at, and it's just like this kind of awe across her face, and she still has that oh. when we go to the places. Mm-hmm. So yes, when you have children, to re-experience it through a child's eyes. Um, is really cool. Yeah. So, well, there you go. That's awesome. How about you use Amazon or any ride that you're like, I desperately want to go. You know, I cannot remember explicitly, but and when was, I, all I remember is just like, I couldn't wait to go on Space Mountain, but I can't remember if it was because Space Mountain didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Or I, I don't remember. When did Space Mountain come about? Probably 70s. 70s? Like, really? I can 70s? look it up. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I th- my guess would be '60s, but I don't know actually. Mm. I it was in Walt Disney f- yeah, it was, World first. Yeah, and then, then they yeah, brought it to California. Yeah. So Space and then Mountain. and then the other part is like. Oh, you guys are right. Opened on January fifteenth, nineteen seventy-five. Oh, seventy-five. Yes. Wow. So it's so it would have been one year, and it was. Not sure if I was big enough to go on it at that time. Mm-hmm. So, see, for me, I was desperate to go on Matterhorn. I don't know why. I just had this obsession. Like, and in fact, I think it's probably because there was a, there was a Disney sing along VHS or something, and they showed a bunch of kids going to Disneyland, and they were going on Matterhorn, and they looked like they were having the time of their life. And so I was like, I want to do that too, but I was way too short. So, but then the first time I ever got to go on, it was magical. So, yeah. So, one, I mean, I'm, we could do this forever, but um, so I'm going to ask one other thing just for other, other people's edifications. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, obviously, we're big Disneyland fanatics. <clears throat> are there other things that you guys are equally into? I mean, oh. <laughs> or are you just pure Disney? No. Or are there other things that you have that are related or, you know, just incongruous? That's tough. I think for me, Disney is probably still the top of the food chain, but I also like to do Imagine crafting. <laughs> so, in fact, if you look at my, I should just take a picture of it. On my desk, I have a couple of Disney-related crafts I've done. Mm-hmm. So I took a, a, a tape dispenser and turned it into Pascal, or I took a pair of ears that didn't oh, really yeah. fit very well, turned it into a, a framed sort of thing. Instagram. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're more than welcome to take pictures, and we'll yeah. post it on Instagram or so, Facebook. There's that. I love gaming. Um, Disney actually got me into other uh, series. So, like, I played Kingdom Hearts because I saw that, oh, oh my God, Ariel and, and Aladdin and Peter Pan are all in it. And then I got into Final Fantasy because of that. So, I used to have a Commodore 64 when I was a kid, and I played Disney games on that, too. Yeah. Oh, so, so you are pretty Disney, – yeah. Disney runs deep. Disney does run wow, deep. Wow. Okay. A little too deep. I, so. so, Disney <sighs> – 
Disneyland is pretty far up the top of the food chain for me. Disney Animation Studios, funnily enough, is not. Hmm. Like hmm. even even just Disney Film Studios isn't really isn't really that far up on hmm. on my on my life's priorities. To give you some perspective on that, it is March twentieth, twenty nineteen, the date of recording, and I just saw Infinity War. Oh, <laughs> I just saw it like yeah, a week ago. But, but I don't consider so that it's not true like true Disney. Well, okay, I mean, but not... it still is. It's still part of like the the Disney Disney hype culture. That's mm-hmm. like Disney, Star Wars, Marvel. Like you have to see. I no, I literally know. just. I'm not sure if I feel that way. <laughs> I don't know about how you feel. All I care about is how Twitter and Facebook feels, oh, and yeah. they're. Definitely in that sort of ballpark. Yeah. Anyways, um, for me, um, Broadway entertainment, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm also a really huge ice hockey fan, believe it or not. Um, Which fun of it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So in case you hadn't already figured it out, I'm white. Um, (laughs) But yeah, go Sharks. Um, That's me. How about you, Zen? Oh, um, <laughs> what you weren't expecting to have <laughs> no, to answer I, this question? I, I, I wasn't. I, okay. Um, does I'm gonna suddenly lose all of my Disney cred. Um, Disney is actually only one of the things I have, and I wouldn't even. It's not necessarily on the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an all around. Uh, actually, I would call myself closer to an adventurer of life. Hmm. So I, um, I am a big fan of travel. I also sponsor. I also host. Or I, I co-host on this, but I actually host a travel podcast. Yep. Um, which talks about worldwide travel, and I love. It's, oh, by the way, it's called Meet Us in Paris. Go check it out. <laughs> Five star it, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love traveling. I mean, there's not one of them, that's probably my greatest passion right yeah. now. However, I have. Um, I'm um, a recovering artist. I have um, recovering <laughs> artist. Yeah, it's like Let's a, go in and put it. You know, a recovering artist. Excuse me. <laughs> it's 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 when you had to move on from arts to make a living and eat, and you still mm-hmm. want to do arts. Um, I I also do. Um, I'm an automobile enthusiast. Um, I have a car that's set up for um, autocrossing. Wow. Um, I have uh, traveling comic book geek um i i am a video gamer even though last few years it's kind of dropped down to i only play destiny now it's zen tactics if you want to play Destiny. (laughs) wow um, so me plugging my website is plugging but you plugging your okay come game with un (laughs) Um, but but the thing is like so we so so the thing is it's like disney is actually one of the things i enjoy Mm -hmm. but it's it's amongst a lot of other things i i like to I mean, I like to cook. I hate grocery shopping and cleaning, mm-hmm. but I, I I love the cooking part of yeah. it. Yeah, I, I I collect I collect antiques. I mean, I, I'm just an all around weirdo. I like looking so. at antique stores too. Sometimes yeah. you find just weird, weird stuff, and you wonder kind of where it came from. I mean, it's just when you meet people. Uh, it's just completely going sideways. But I collect fountain pens specifically. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of like the reason why I collect fountain pens is because I think what separates us from what humans are unusual is that we record our history. And mm-hmm. fountain pens was one of the earlier ways that we can consistently write. Hmm. But I would meet fascinating people like, what do you collect? 
I collect button hooks. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like there's they're used to use button hooks because sh- people's shoes yeah, used the to have up buttons. Shoes. And mm-hmm. so they have these hooks to button shoes with mm-hmm. or like corsets or things like that. Yeah. So it's always fascinating to meet people with different I'm not making fun of button hook collectors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really I'm not. I'm just I actually I find it fascinating. I have a good friend who collects phonographs. So anyways, mm-hmm. Disney is one of many things I like to hang out with. (laughs) Because I'm an impotent, like, arrogant little child. I was just looking for, like, the snore button on this sound maker. (laughs) Did you find it? No, it's not on here. There's got to be one. No, there's not. That's the the unfortunate thing. There you go. I don't know. I don't think it's this one. No, nope. that's definitely not the right one. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's that my cue of, to close it up. Okay. That kind of segues okay. into our next topic, which is loungefly.com. And we're taking a look at some of Loungefly's bags. And this is something that I have a hunch I'm going to start kind of collecting pretty soon because they're so amazing. I love these backpacks. Have uh-huh. you guys seen these before? Yes. I'm taking a look at them right now. Wow. So they have a ton of different Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel backpacks. Um, geekdom. Yes. It's it's a good way to show your geekdom. Oh, they have sleeve. wallets too. Yeah. It is, it's a great way to fly your flag without being too obvious. Yeah. 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 I love it. I actually, and these backpacks hold up so well. I have the um, Pirates of the Caribbean redhead one, and Ooh. I use that instead of like a typical purse. Because it's it's a lot easier on your shoulders to have some have the weight kind of distributed. You Do know? you know what's really cool about them as well is like when I see yours, mm-hmm. when if to a a pleb, <laughs> they just like oh that's a very good good looking yeah. red purse. Yeah. But for the geeks, they like it's like a secret sign. Yeah. yeah. Once you look yeah. close, handshake. you're like oh wait a minute. Yeah. yeah that woman it, looks familiar. It's <laughs> like when I wear my blue sun um, firefly shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like most people walk by us. What's blue sun? And then you meet that person who loves firefly and mm-hmm. serenity and Joss Whedon, and they go. They look at you in the eyes. They point their eyes. And like, I got you. you. I know <laughs> yeah. who you are. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I think it, it, it's kind of an, it's like a, it's a quiet geek. Yeah. Well, it's exactly. the difference between me walking around with like, I get to, again, bringing it back to me <laughs> is walking around with a, with a, a hat that has a, like a cool little shark on it. And then somebody, you know, to one person, it's just a cool little shark. But the other person, it's like, <gasps> See you, oh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> teal, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the, but the chest bump or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a chest bump. What do you like? What just? How happened? do you think young men act around <laughs> each <know>. other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't but, remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was that long ago. <laughs> In my day. That's funny because I don't know either. Anyways, <laughs> no, no, but these are really cool. Mm-hmm. I I like. If, if I were if I were less concerned about looking masculine, I would buy <laughs> these in a heartbeat. So if if you were gonna pick one fandom that you would choose a backpack or any type of bag from, what would you choose? From Loungefly? From Loungefly. Oh, without a doubt, Stitch. Oh, yep. Stitch is my um, Disney spirit animal. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, David? Uh, There's a lot of really cool ones. There are a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I would... Ooh. 
<laughs> do a do a callback to my childhood and uh, get into the Pokemon ones. There you go. Yeah. Oh, the Pokemon ones are cool. Nice. Yeah. And it's perfect at Disneyland. You just walk around, collect Pokemon, and uh, show off your backpack. Oh, yeah. The Pokemon ones, they, they actually had like a tattoo series. And oh. it looked like, you know, like sailor tattoos. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they had um, Pokemon woven into. Oh, and these are um, actually cool. really cool. Mm-hmm. The Pokemon wallets are like so cool. Because some of them are really, really obvious but mm-hmm. a couple of them are just like no that's just a really cool wallet that people wouldn't even notice is pokemon unless they looked closely at yeah it. that's what i like i like that's how really they cool. they take the nerd dumb but they make it like nerd chic yeah you know yeah, yeah. by the way loungefly oh people we are not <laughs> we don't deal with loungefly we they are not a sponsor however loungefly if you like to send us stuff yeah. we'd be happy to hold on to it for <laughs> we, you. Will yes. swag. we will test out all your we swag we will test out all your swag and report back all your yeah. swag so. <laughs> <laughs> all right and all with right. that we'll be right back they're called goals for a reason there's something to strive for they require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve do you have a career goal At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. And now it's time once again for Disney trivia, but this time it's Sudden Death Deathmatch. Disney trivia of doom. Because we're running out of time. Because we're running out of time. (laughs) (laughs) So that means what we're going to do is I'm going to go through these questions super fast. And um, Zen and David can only give one answer. And whoever is closest gets the point. Gets the point. So (laughs) here we go. (laughs) This is going to be interesting. All right. All right. Question number one. Disneyland cost how many million dollars to build? Ten. Forty-three. David is closer. $17 million. And question number two, <laughs> how much did the Disneyland Hotel cost per night when it first opened in October of 1955? 53 bucks. $15. Ding, 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 oh, my right God. On. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. So, which today would be about $141. So wow. Wah, wah. <laughs> question number three, which former child starlet helped officially open the Sleeping Beauty walkthrough on its first day? So I'll give you a hint. This child starlet also was um, seen filmed with uh, Walt Disney when he got a bunch of different Oscars. Kurt Russell. Shirley Temple. Holy! Son of a gun. All right. Question number four. In what year did Matterhorn bobsleds open? 1958. 53. No, it can't be 53. <laughs> <laughs> like, open in 55. Uh, Choose a date after that. 62. Okay, David's closer. Oh, my God. 1959. And question five. In what year did the Mark Twain fall off its track and sink in the mud? <laughs> 72. Oh. Oh. 67. You're closer. It's actually 1955. Oh my god, it's a sweep! It's a sweep! <laughs> Congratulations, David! Oh, is this what adrenaline feels like? Wow! That was very, very impressive. Oh, we should do this all the time. Oh, man! Maybe that's the key. <laughs> that's the key to just getting it right. Well, congratulations, wow. David. Thank you. And that is... I gotta gloat in this one for like two <laughs> okay. seconds. Oh my gosh. We need 
you need video. David is dancing. <laughs> all right. So that is all the time we have for this edition of Main Street UCI. If you enjoyed our show, we hope you'll give us five stars on iTunes or Google Play and help our podcast grow. You can find previous episodes at sites.ce.uci.edu slash MainStreetUCI or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at MainStreetUCI, where you'll find photos photos of our adventures in the parks, interesting articles, and more. Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Listen to Meet Us in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Bye. 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 <laughs>